Hey, everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. And before we start the show, I have to remind you guys about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. You already know that Total Beverage has the most liquor in Colorado at the best prices in Colorado, but now they're delivering anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge to Erie. And for a limited time, Total Beverage is offering $10 off your $50 or more purchase on their website and on their app. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off your $50 or more order for all your parties and events and have it delivered straight to your door. Download the Total Beverage app or visit TotalBev.com. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off. Now let's start the show. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. To work crisscrossing with Jost. Right in, turned out by Jari. That was a one-on-two. And Jost. McKinnon. The best avalanche coverage in Denver. Welcome in. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. I am your host, Jesse Montano. I am joined alongside by my good friend, Mr. AJ Hayfley. AJ, how you doing? I, we are talking on <laughs> rare circumstances here. Yeah, I feel like I won the lottery. <laughs> you basically did. Feeling, uh, feeling good? it's uh for those of you that don't know what we're talking about the abs came out and just kicked the crap out of the jets in winnipeg you got you got great performances top uh from from top to bottom down your lineup you winced a little bit at the goal that varley gave up you said oh no is this what we're doing again uh totally bounced back from it uh it, it was it was just great stuff uh AJ, give me your thoughts on this. You were you were super super stoked uh, right after the game ended. Yeah, I mean, I'm just just happy the losing's over, man. Like at least for a day, you know. It's right. Just like, oh. uh. Uh. So uh. I uh, was digging it, man. Like that's they needed this, and and it wasn't it wasn't cheap. Um, it was, it was not, you know, it doesn't, it, like their last win was against the Kings, which doesn't, like, you're just like, okay. <laughs> right. And, and then they lost to a bunch of good teams. And so you're just kind of like, ah, but tonight, like on the road in a place they hadn't won in a couple of years, like it was first time since like January of 2016 or something, uh, that mm-hmm. they had won in Winnipeg. And uh, like we're the better team, like they, yeah, you know they they all played Winnipeg, and the fun part of it was is that when they did make mistakes, uh, Barley was there, and it's like, huh, is that how this works? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was weird to see. It was weird to see Varley making you know saves, big saves, timely saves, your favorite kind. Uh, 
you know, scrambling saves. And I mean, you were getting production out of everyone. It, it was and, 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 your fourth line. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and when I say production, I don't even just mean on the score sheet, but I mean, you were getting productive lines or lines shifts Ooh. out of, out of everyone. Uh, it, it was, it was good stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny because that the Colorado's worst forward line was Jost, Comfer, Kerfoot. And all three of those players had breakaways tonight. <laughs> yeah, it was so so you're watch, you're watching the game. What was different? What, what were the Avs doing they differently? Played as a team. Like straight up, they played as a unit. Uh defensively, they 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 were sacrificing the body. They were very active with sticks. Uh they just they played as a team. They, mm-hmm. you know, they, they did everything. They did all the little things. They were committed, shift in and shift out. Even when they made mistakes, uh, they didn't get down on themselves. Varley came up with a save. Look what that does for a team's confidence. When you can make a mistake and your goalie bails you out. And the, the abs just got, they got better. They got cleaner. I want to say they got cleaner as the game went on. Um, if you look at like the uh, the 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 shot sh- stuff in the third period, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you want. Um, they didn't, you know, they gave up. They gave up a bunch of attempts, but it wasn't. It it was not like they just sat there and got punched in the face for fifteen minutes. Right. You know, like there was. It was the Avs did what Nashville is so 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 good at, and that is shifting the game into super low event mode. Yeah, and just they just geared it down completely, and did not did not give up anything on net. Yeah, and like I, I, that's perfect. <clears throat> like you have a three one lead going into the third period. That's exactly how you win a game. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't overly conservative. The Avs, you know, the Avs got the got a goal. Um, they 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 took a while to get their first shot on goal in the period, but ultimately, like they outshot Winnipeg in the third period, ten to eight. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that's <laughs> when you go into a third period. Uh, you go you go into a third period. Uh, up by two goals and you outshoot the other team, you just, you just kept on rolling. Like that's, they, they played a really good third period, a really mature third period. It's so weird to see because you don't normally see teams as fragile as Colorado have a performance as comfortable as what they just put out against Winnipeg. They looked like they were in control. They looked fine. They made mistakes. They didn't panic. They cleaned it up. They got cleaner as the game went on. They, they they shifted the game into we're not messing around with this anymore and that was that and to your point you know teams that are going through stuff like this especially in a building that normally isn't nice to you and and against a team that you don't match up well against honestly uh, the, the avs never have uh yeah, for them to go out and and look that in control, that 
you know, poised. I, I mean, I'm I'm not going to sit here and repeat everything you just said. For them to look like that was <laughs> was uh, uh, wow. It was it was great. Uh, it, it, do you think is this Avs team we saw tonight closer to what this team is than what we've seen for the last six weeks? I mean, Varley's not going to have. You know, of course not. Of course like, not. You're not going to get 90, 960 goaltending all the time. No, you're not. But I mean, if if you scale that back to you're getting some 920 games out of him, some 915 games. Yeah. What well, was over, over the, the road trip uh, that they had, you know, the Eastern Conference trip, uh, I believe he was 915 through those three games. And they got points in each of those games. Okay. So if you look at Varley's recent performances, all right, just, just recently when we talk about how important goaltending is, you know, Washington, he goes nine Oh five, New York, he goes nine Oh two, Boston, he goes nine 43. They get points in all of those 900 goaltending. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Uh, before that, his previous, the last 900 uh, save percentage night that he had was LA, which was their last win. He goes sub 900 against in all those other games that he played. Uh, and then obviously the Toronto game where he gave up four goals on 17 shots and got pulled. And that wasn't like those and not blaming him for that. But straight mm-hmm. up, that's the difference in goaltending. You got you got they got that goaltending and. Uh, they got it tonight, got the win. Yeah, like it's, it's it's funny because it's really I mean, it's just not complicated. Because, I mean, we've seen this is what's been so frustrating about this streak is now, obviously, I don't think they've been this good every night. Uh, I think they've been closer to this kind of team in terms of their process. mm -hmm. And it just looks look how different does it look when you make a mistake and the goalie stops the puck? Yeah. And you're not sitting around like, well, the defense is terrible. Right. Because you're like, hey, like this is exactly what the goalie's paid to do. He's uh-huh. there to stop the puck. Uh, in, and, and every defense is going to break down and make mistakes. Colorado capitalized on their chances. They got the saves tonight. It is seriously not a complicated formula. Well, and, and you even look at, at Varley. Again, the goal he gives up right after Landy scores. Again, it's it's a squeaker. It hits him. It goes in from a horrible angle. It's right after they scored a goal, and you're like, "Oh yeah, here we go. This is the movie that <laughs> that we've been watching on repeat." And yeah. again, what was so refreshing was especially a goaltender like Varley, who you know we've gotten to know over the last few years, and and you know rides those ups and downs. Uh, you know, a young team like this who's I think you hit the nail on it perfectly. You said, you know, so fragile for them to be able to regroup like that. Uh, I was impressed and not to sit here and, and pump the abs tires so much. It's, you know, you broke an eight game losing streak. Congratulations. Uh, but right. I think the, I think the way they did it was, I, I was impressed with, with the way that the team played tonight, given how things have gone for them recently. Uh yeah, well and what's what's been weird about this is that it's not like it's <laughs> what was it's, tonight it's one not, of those it's like the, it's not like it's not like the abs have been getting run every night, you know? Well, and I think that's what's made it even worse, and that's what I was about to say. Do, do you think it's it's more frustrating for those guys knowing 
oh my gosh, we're playing really well. Every every statistic you can find points to the fact that we are playing really well. Even if you don't we, think they're playing really well, there's no arguing that they're playing like solid hockey, like right. very passable hockey. They could easily be a 500 team. Mm-hmm. Easily. And <clears throat> so do you think that's maybe a little bit more frustrating for these guys? And, and when you see Varley give that, you know, that, that kind of softy up, you're like, is this really about to happen again? Really? And well, the thing was, is Varley came right back. The mm-hmm. team did exactly what they've been doing when he gave up that softy. They started turning the pucks over. They started panicking. They got nervous. They got tight. The difference was Varley didn't let three in a row in to change the game. Mm-hmm. He stopped the, you know, he made the big save. He made the big pad save on line A. He shut it down. Boom. The abs recovered. They calmed down. They got better as the game went on. They took advantage of the opportunities. They outplayed Winnipeg. They did what they had to do. They scored the goals. Just it's it's just not good. It's it's amazing how simple it is when it works. Uh the Jets obviously lose, the Stars lose, and the Senators lose. So it's uh it was a good evening. The Blues won again. They shut out the Coyotes and the Blackhawks won. Uh, so not a perfect night for the Avs, but uh, pretty damn good to get back in the win column. No, you know what? They won. Perfect night for the Avs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, AJ, let's jump to our first break here. When we come back, there is someone in particular that you want to show a whole lot of love to, and I'm willing to bet that most of you out there can guess who it is. Love talking to Matt Calvert. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe Bork is my dude. But nope. you guys... I said Gabe Bork is my dude. Who? I already <laughs> forgot about him. Zing. Doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> no, AJ, uh, if you're ever in need of a car or truck, uh, do you know Do you know what to do if you're ever in need of one of those? For a few hours or maybe even a few days? I have a pretty good idea of how I'd get around the city. I, You know, I, I, you're a smart guy, so I know that you know this. Get around is at your service, AJ. It's at your service at all of our listeners service. Uh, Get around as a car sharing app. You can literally unlock cars that are near you through the app. Better yet, if you have a car that's just sitting around, you're not using, you want to make some extra money for your next vacation, get around's insurance policy and 24 seven customer service. Have you covered Go to get.co slash BSN and save $15 off your first rental or visit get, get.co slash BSN to sign up for free to rent your car out and start making some money fast. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. We will be right back. When it comes to insurance, sometimes you never really realize how important it can be until you actually need it. Well, here at BSN Denver, we recommend Farmers Agent Bryce Babcock to all of our listeners as one of the most trusted and reliable agents in the metro area. If I was a customer, 
looking for a new agency, I would recommend Bryce because his agency, hands down, is the fastest people I've ever dealt with to get information back to you. That was David. He's been a client of Bryce's for over three years now. I used to have my homeowner's insurance with another farmer's agency that never really followed up, never followed up on the price. My price was actually dropped by almost 20 to 30 percent switching over to Bryce, even with the same company. And like I said, his follow-up is awesome. He guarantees you at least a one-time-a-year follow-up that he will sit back and review your file with you. Like David mentioned, Bryce guarantees that type of communication because he understands how important it is to be relatable and accessible. He's a great person not only be your agent, but he's a great person to be your friend as well. If you're interested in making the switch to Bryce Babcock for your life, home, business, or auto insurance, be sure to call 303-996-6509 and mention BSN. Segment number two here, BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. Jesse Montano and AJ Hayfleet hanging out late night. BSN Avalanche after hours. Oh my gosh, Ottawa lost today? This really was the perfect night. Did you not? Were you not listening to me? No. You obviously weren't. Mm-mm. I said... My, my brain had moved on. I said Dallas lost. Obviously Whoa. Winnipeg lost. I was only looking at the. I didn't know. I didn't know who Ottawa had played. Uh, mm-hmm. I was only looking at the Detroit game because they demoted Dennis Chalowski on his bobblehead night tonight. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's messed up. That's super messed up. That's what you get for trying to market players. <laughs> yeah, man. The the Sens lost to the Red Wings. That's a weird thing for me to be happy for. No, it's given the circumstance, it's not. This is I mean, this I is just, like the this is the mm-hmm. one year where Avs fans everywhere can all come together and say it's it's anybody but the senators. If they're playing the wild, guess what? Go wild. If they're playing the wings, go wings. Just for this year, and then next year you can go back to hating whoever you want. But this yeah. year it's it's remember how during the election there was never Trumpers and anybody but Hillary ers? This year, it's it's never Ottawa, anyone but the Senators. Someone make that shirt. Never Ottawa. <laughs> I think uh, I think Mark Stone is making that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell him one when he gets to town. Got him. Boom. That'll be the next. That'll be, that'll be the next BSN Denver shirt. Yeah, never Ottawa. <laughs> I, I'm I'm texting Brandon here in just a minute. You think I'm kidding? With with like the little like lottery thing with yeah. all the all the the balls the ball. in it. <laughs> um, <sighs> AJ, there's one kid in this organization in particular uh, that the fans have just been chomping at the bit to see succeed. You and I have talked at nauseum over the years about what kind of upside this kid has and and what he could bring to the Avs lineup if he could just figure out how to translate his AHL game to the NHL mm-hmm. and maybe his best game as an Av tonight. Yeah, I mean, Dom Tone and Otto finally got that goal and, you know, I, it was so nice to see his first game back this year. And um, um, it was it was funny because after he played like half the year last year and didn't get that goal, he, he rolls in tonight on his second shift of the season and is like, hmm, this game's easy. Uh, you're doing the rest of this by yourself if you're going to try to hang your hat on Dom Toninato for the night. 
<laughs> he was good tonight. I like. No, him. he was. That whole fourth line was good. We'll, we'll give them. We'll give that that line yeah. as a whole some love. But one guy in particular. Yeah, six minutes and fifty four seconds played. Uh, one assist, two penalty minutes, three shots on goal, two hits, and two blocked shots. That's how you do it, man. Yeah, exactly. And and upset a bunch of Winnipeg fans who already hate him because of what happened last year with him and Bufflin and Blake Wheeler. Well, they so, should hate the fact they have to live in Winnipeg more than they hate AJ Greer. So, you know, cut your losses. I will avoid this conversation. <laughs> the last time you had this conversation, it worked out pretty well for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, AJ, we talked a lot about Ryan Graves making the most of his ice time when he got called up. And he's turned into one of the, even through all the losing, Ryan Graves has turned into a real feel-good story for the Avs and its fans. And, you know, we said, hey, when that kid got called up, he had limited minutes. But he took advantage and he made the most of those minutes. AJ Greer plays six minutes and some change tonight. And I think this was the first time we can really say he took advantage of those six minutes. Took full advantage of those yeah, six minutes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, looked like a completely different player. Those those six minutes and 54 seconds tonight felt like an eternity for Jets players. They were they were active uh with you know in, in knowing where he is and knowing what he was up to. Uh, throughout the game tonight, he made his he made his presence known. Uh, he was obnoxious. He he did exactly what his job is. He was he was everything he needed to be. When you're when you're not effective and you're running around like that, because we've seen him do plenty of that, where he hasn't been effective and he'd been he'd been running around and you're just like, ah, God, what is this? It's it looks way different. But when you're when you're good. And and you're you're having that kind of effect on the opposing team. That's just doing your job. Well, and that's what we talked we talked so much about with him at the AHL level. It's it's he does all that stuff. He gets under your skin. He he does the agitating. He he does the hitting. He does the extracurriculars after the whistle. Uh, but he's also got offensive upside, and I think that was that's what's been so frustrating about him at at the NHL level is he's tried to just do the um he's just trying to do the the, the muck and grind before at, at this level and I think you saw a little bit of both tonight which is which is what we've been waiting for him. We, we've just been saying dude bring your AHL game to the NHL and you're gonna be great and uh Right. Everything you just said is is everything that you've seen from the Eagles from you know with AJ Greer this this season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's physical, he's feisty, he mixes it up. Uh he makes life miserable for the other team. Uh he you know, he just does work. And, and puts up points. Yeah, he's having a, a monster AHL for himself. He's having a great AHL year. The fourth line in general, Sven Andragetto scores a goal tonight. And how relieved did he look? Uh, yeah, even even with it 
like late and you know it's basically just uh icing on the cake um i mean it might as well have been the de facto empty net goal with the way hellebuck played mm-hmm. that right. Hong Kong. but um <laughs> it was it was good stuff man i mean it was it was fun to see some of those guys get the get the monkeys off their back and you know the top line dominated again they Ooh, only was that uh, landy goal pretty I mean, the Rantanen portion of it looked accidental, but what a nice little play from McKinnon to know he's there and to know that he's got that space. And Landy just walked in, didn't make any mistake, and put that thing up top and, you know, giggles away. Uh, 30 for Landy now, eh? Yeah, 30. It was nice, too. Um getting it in a win uh in a in a game that you know at least at this point still holds importance it's uh it's good stuff um so you've got i'm ha- I'm, I'm happy for him i'm happy for him is is how is, is what i would say yeah i agree i uh i'm right there with you you've got a white hot st louis blues team coming into your barn on saturday wouldn't this be a great way to, to keep the good feelings going? Finally be able to stop that on home ice. Uh, and, yeah. and it's against a division team who has now passed you in the standings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Punch them right in the mouth. And, and they haven't been a very good home team this year. So if you're going to, if you're going to start to figure it out, do it right now. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know what else to say about, about, you know, going forward, because the last time we were like, oh, maybe this is going to be the one that turns the abs around. Yeah, Was I mean, it? obviously, this is just one game and we're very excited about it just because it's. it's well, you're it's, excited about it because this makes you two, five and three in your last ten. Well, and, and look at look at the last five. You're one, one and three. You've got points in four of your last five games like you can. It's funny how you can parse. Oh, they've lost eight in a row, too. Hey, they've got points in four of their last five games. Right, right. <laughs> and, and again, because of how fortunate you were earlier, uh, you know, in, in this season with, with the teams around you kind of stumbling a bit, hey, you're two points out of a playoff spot. You're, if you can take this and, and spin it into a, a real positive and and get some wins back going here. You're right in it. You haven't fallen out of anything yet. You've got some ground to make up, uh, for sure. But you're wow, you're in a good spot. So. Right, right, right. But I, I'm more of looking past Minnesota. You know, you look at Dallas. You look at St. Louis. Right. I mean, just, um, it's just not that much ground. No, that's what I'm saying. You've got you've got plenty of games left to do it. If you can start playing some some solid hockey again, or if you can start getting some solid goaltending again, I should say, uh, you're right there, man. You're right in it. Let's jump to our last break here, and we come back. We'll wrap this all up. We'll put a nice bow on it for the uh, for the evening. This is a BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. We will be right back. If you're living in Colorado and you are craving some good old Southern barbecue, be sure to give Moe's Original Barbecue a try. My favorite thing about Moe's Original Barbecue is we are a Southern soul food revival. We make everything from scratch daily, house-made smoked meats, 
and customer service to the next level. That was Robbie Peoples, one of the managers over at Moe's Original Barbecue. And like he mentioned, they have incredible food, awesome customer service, and I think my favorite part is how cool the environment is in both of their locations. We have live music at Moe's at our south location, 3295 South Broadway, which is a full PA system, ticket sales. Uh, We have national bands. We have local bands. If you're a local band interested in playing, feel free to contact us at moesdenver.com. We would love to have you come down and play for a big old party at Moe's Original Barbecue. Not only do they have live music, but they also have a bowling alley and a dozen TVs with all of your favorite games on. They have two locations, one in downtown Denver off Broadway and 6th, and of course the other one that Robbie mentioned in Inglewood. I would recommend Moe's to someone because we cater to all needs, a family-friendly atmosphere. We have Colorado beers on tap, all the games on the TVs. It will blow your mind with amazing barbecue. This is the third and final segment of the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. Jesse Montano, AJ Hapley here. Super stoked on finally, finally, an Avalanche win. 4-1 to one over the Winnipeg Jets in Winnipeg. AJ, good vibes. Good vibes right now. We said at the end of the last segment, hey, look, things have kind of gone your way around you. St. Louis is on an insanely hot streak. Uh, I think they're just trying to bank as many points for their obligatory uh, fifteen final 15 games of the season slide. Um you know, you've got Chicago, who's hot right now, but again, they Chicago doesn't scare you. Um, Minnesota kind of wobbled here a little bit. So you're, you're two points out of a playoff spot. Even after all this, the last six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, whatever you want to call it at this point, eight-game losing streak, you're two points out. You're two points out of the postseason. What do the final 25 games of this season need to look like for the abs, AJ? And and I don't mean that in a sense of like, oh, they've got to win. Nathan McKinnon told you earlier in the season, hey, you know, this isn't basketball. Our line's not going to score every night. And then yesterday he says, shit, we got to score every night. Uh, He said that we have to score two or three a game. (laughs) Shots fired. All right. Uh, I hope your teammates heard that. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, I hope your goaltenders heard the part where you're like, we can't get any saves. So. Yeah. Yeah. Then you did. And imagine that you won. Exactly. So Varley can't be too mad. Um, well, I mean, it's, what's Varley going to say? Like, is he going to be like, oh, you're wrong. <laughs> so you guys, so you look- guys can totally win games in the NHL with 860 goaltending. What's wrong with you? So let's start let's start here. What what is the top line? Uh what is what what do you need from the top line for these last 25 games? Do we need to see multiple 25 game point streaks? And I'm being dead serious. Is that no. is that what you need? I don't think I don't think so, no. Uh obviously that would help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if that happens, you gotta feel pretty good about your chances. <laughs> right. But uh, no, I I don't think uh, I don't think I no. I don't I don't think you need quite that much, but 
you certainly need them to be your best players. Like that was the big difference tonight, right? Like we could talk about the fourth line and all that, but McKinnon's line dominated. They shut. I mean, anybody knows Blake Wheeler tonight? Right. And that's been the big thing with Colorado against Winnipeg is that Shifley and Wheeler have feasted on that McKinnon line and the opposite happened this time around. You know, Colorado, Colorado didn't really worry about those guys too much. Patrick Line was probably their best forward tonight. That's great because Patrick Line has not been very good. Like, mm-hmm. so it's that's nicer than what I was going to say, but I stopped because every time we well, shit talk someone on this show, they go off. Right. Well, and you know it's coming for Line. Like he's he hasn't scored in like twenty games or something crazy. Like. So, you know, at some point it's going to break out, and I really don't want it to be against the Abs because we got all uppity after one win. <laughs> and because they, you know, they roll into Pepsi Center next Wednesday. So I'm not tempting fate like that. Um, But I, I mean, it's Colorado's best players have to be their best players. You know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to put like a number on it. Oh, McKinnon lost 25 games. McKinnon's got to put up 35 points. Like, I'm not going to say that. Um, but I will say they, I mean, they have to be their best players. You know, Eric Johnson sparked the first goal with a great pinch and a great play gets the shot on net, you know, Greer ends up by himself and it's like, okay. And Tony Otto puts it away, driving, driving hard, doing the little things, but it all starts with Eric Johnson. And, you know, the second goal is just a skill play. Like they just, you know, the abs, the abs just their, their top players just made the, made the play. They, they made it happen. And then, you know, the third goal is a shorthanded goal. Fourth goal, you know, again, best players have to be your best player. Sam Gerrard, excellent tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, he was great. Tyson Berry gets all this flack for his defense. Dude had seven block shots tonight. Yeah. You know, Nikita Zadorov had six hits. You're, you want those guys being who they are, doing what they do. Eric Johnson super solid game, you know, had, had the one lazy penalty, but had the assist, couple shots on goal, you know, had some hits and blocks, just, just spread the wealth, you know, just a solid overall game from Colorado's best defenders. Those guys were who they were, you know, Patrick, Patrick Nemeth, a good bounce back for the, for the penalty kill in part because of the work from Nemeth. You know, probably the worst game we've seen out of Graves in his time in the NHL was today, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter. Right. Well, and and Jared Bednar says the other day after the game, or, or you know, is that practice? So technically after the game, that you know, JT knows that he messed up and he owes us yeah. one. And look who scores a goal tonight. Right. And you know, I thought it was a slow start for JT, but got better as the game went on. And then obviously you get the uh, you know, Nieto springs him for the goal and he actually scores on the breakaway, which has been a, a big problem for Colorado players. Right. You know, that I mean they only scored on one of their three breakaways in this game. And the fact that it just didn't matter, didn't come back to haunt them, that they left those golden opportunities on the on the board. <laughs> Dope. So I asked you a question about <clears throat> goaltending uh, while we are off the air. So from here to the end of the season, if you're Jared Bednar, is it only the only person that gets the net is who has the hot hand 
even if that means playing Varley or Grubauer, technically, you know, 15, 20 games in a row? No, no. You have the guy. Uh, you're not going to give Philip Grubauer the Andrew Hammond treatment, in my opinion. You know, they have a back-to-back next week where they go to Chicago, to Nashville. Uh, I would I would go Varley Grubauer, although I can already see it right now. Given those two teams, <laughs> he'll probably go Varley Varley. Right. So you know, so so that's just it's it's interesting because we saw Bednar last year, and again, it was a, it was a much different situation. His back was way more up against the wall uh, yeah. last year in net, but you know, we saw him, and it was actually a uh, a big point of contention on this podcast of is him continuing to go back to the Varley well a good thing. And, and I, you know, so it's, it's just interesting because he did it last year. He was comfortable doing it that much last year. And so it's just, yeah. it's just interesting to see, Hey, you know, if they start getting back into this and Varley or Grubauer, one or the other is, is playing that well. Do you just keep rolling those guys out there trying to get in? Or do you recognize that? Hey, we've got, two guys that have been around the league before. Yeah. Well, I mean, the big thing for Grubauer is um, if he gets in there, he's got to, he's got to play well. And I think that's maybe a, one of the good side effects of, of how well, uh, you know, Varley's played in these last few games is, Hey, here's, Hey, <laughs> Gruby, we made a commitment to you and you're losing. We, <laughs> yeah. we handed this to you before and you're still, not handed this to you, but you know, we, we went in the off season and said, you're our guy and you're not doing it. You're making us look bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I've lost my train of thought on this. Cause I got so turned around on how I was trying to say that, but uh, how they roll out the goaltending here. Oh, 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 here. Okay. I'm coming back now. We made a commitment to you. You're making us look bad. Please go out there and salvage this. So we don't have to, scramble on something to do with Varley here in, you know, six weeks. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that still would be ideal for Colorado, right? Is like, this is going to sound super callous and I don't ever root for anybody to get hurt, but like the ideal for Grubauer is like Varley pulls something in practice. Grubauer comes in, he plays really well down the stretch. Um. They sneak into the postseason. Grubauer has a good postseason. Whatever happens then, you know, happens. Colorado moves on from Barley in the offseason. Grubauer has the job. <laughs> just just that, that simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, AAJ, um, final thoughts for this evening? I mean, they've got to get um, – I don't know that even league average goaltending will be good enough at this point. They've got to get more like 9-15 – 920 goaltending for the rest of this run if they're going to seriously make a a real meaningful push to the playoffs. Do you see it happening? No. I I mean I I can't with any confidence say that because you know as much as as I want to just roll with who we know Varley is, we know that he's streaky. Mm-hmm. And we know that when he gets into the mode that he has shown he is in the last, you know, the Boston game, he was really good. He was good in the Toronto game. He just got completely hung out to draw. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, obviously tonight he was great. And so he started to he started to come around. 
And and hey, he's playing he's playing real well. You know, he he had had very solid performances against both Washington and the Islanders before giving up goals at three on three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a guy that's he's very clearly started to round back into the form that we're more accustomed to. And he usually hangs out there for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, I'm I'm tempted just because of history with the guy and knowing that he when he gets into these modes, he can go six weeks easily um, rolling like this. Right. But do I have faith that he'll do it just just because of how this season has gone? The answer is no. I I hope hope that he does. That'd be great. They've, you know, the the losing has gotten old for everybody. They've got a chance to do it, and that's you know you, you can only you can only have an effect on what's going to happen. You can't change what already happened. You've got a chance to get in. Uh, hopefully, they take advantage. I think that's about it for tonight, eh? Yeah, I don't know what tomorrow looks like, but that's the beauty of life. That's right. Ugh, couldn't have said it better myself. For AJ Hayfley, I'm Jesse Montano. This has been the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. Thank you guys so much for listening.